0: Wait there, darling, and I'll get this chair, OK? Put your brakes on, because it's not safe on the tiles. Good girl. You hold on there. I'll get this chair. It's a very noisy chair now. So. Now, Gracie, are you ready for your swim? I'm not going to put me there. Oh, I won't put you there. That wouldn't be safe, darling. you so just have to put the handles back out of the way. My name is Susan Dennehy and I'm here at the Central Remedial Clinic, or CRC, as it's known in Dublin. I'm taking my five-year-old daughter, Grace, swimming. I'm going to lift you out of your wheelchair. Put your arms around mammy's neck. One, two, three, up. What it is, basically, is two physios in the pool with four or five kids, and their mums get in as well to support them. And it's a swimming lesson, it's physiotherapy, but it's also great fun, and it's... As the physio said to me, it's life skills. You know, she's learning one more skill, something that she can do, you know, that she's the same as everybody else when she's in the water because we're kind of limited, really, in the activities and the sports that Grace can do effectively. Now, are you on okay? Hold on tight to your handles. Good girl. But really, it's, it's much more than that. There's a little bit of magic to see her moving around independently. And usually when Grace moves, she has a wheelchair or a walker the equipment can be quite cumbersome. So it's just her zooming along and she's delighted. Here Good girl. Lower down, Grace. One of the reasons I love it is that this is an area she's achieving in, like she's doing really well in the class. And I actually have thought about it and I've said, you know, must find out about the Paralympics. I know she's only six, but it could be something that will stand to her all her life, you know. And when your child has a disability, I think you have to alter your hopes and dreams for them. You have to think about what can be our new goals and what can they do really well. And this is something now that we've found that hopefully, you know, we won't push her, I won't be a crazy mom about it, but if she likes it, she can pursue it. And it's great, like, and it's, it's healthy, you know, it's brilliant. What do you want to say? I like when you float on the water. And I like when you
1: splash funny. Well, we all sit up on the, bed on the
2: edge again and then we'll do our four green bottles. And we're all going to jump oh, in oh, by ourselves yes,
0: into the
2: water. Watch now, look. Four green bottles sitting
0: on the wall. Four green bottles sitting on the wall. And if one green bottle should accidentally fall in. My husband Stephen Harper and I Have three children, Sean, Martha, and Grace. When I was pregnant with our third child, we went to hear the Blind Boys of Alabama in concert. We were so moved by their version of Amazing Grace on the night that we decided to name our baby Grace. And then, a year later, Grace was taken ill and acquired a disability. Little did we know when we named her Grace how important the meaning of her name would become to us. OK, I'll just you can just shimmy off yourself. Here, hold on to my hands. Ready, and go. Good girl. Good girl.
3: My name is Stephen. I'm from Letterkenny in Donegal originally, but I live in Dublin with my wife Susan and our three children... I remember when I heard the Welcome to Holland story first it was back in the first I suppose first 3 or 4 months when when Grace got sick and I suppose essentially what the story means is that you you know you you make plans you you plan to go out to to go on holidays to somewhere like Italy and your plans don't work out you know, you head off on your flight, and you're all excited, and you plan what you're going to do in Italy when you get there, and and the plane lands, and the pilot announces that we're in Holland. Welcome to Holland, and you know you're shocked, you're you can't believe it, you're, you can't you're incredulous. What are we doing in Holland? We were going, we we're supposed to be going to Italy. And, you know, that feeling stays with you for a long time, but then after a while, you you know, you look around you and you see that there are some really fantastic things in Holland and it's, you know, it's a really nice place and it has a lot of really good qualities. I suppose the pain or the, the feeling of missing out on Italy never really leaves you. And that story really helped us uh, kind of come to terms with disability it sort of summed up a lot of the feelings that we would have had and what it means to me is that, you know, there are times when I feel really sad for the things that we can't do and the things that, you know, the plans that you would have had for your family and, and what that was going to be like and there's a sadness to that but there are a lot of things that you can do and that's really, it's I suppose it's an attitude and that you just have to, you have to develop the attitude that We're going to focus on the things that we can do and we're going to enjoy them and we're going to do them as well as we can.
1: My name is Grace. Well, I like horse riding, that's my favorite sport. Swimming is a sport, as you know. And I really like it because I got two badges. I play unicorns and fairies. I play races. And that's all that I actually know. Oh, I play chase with my friends. I love teddies. They're cute and they're puzzly. That's my favorite thing about them. I have lots of friends. And I like them. They're pretty much nice. And the best thing about friends is keeping each other nice and and knowing each other and being well.
3: I, I remember when she was born because um, the pregnancy went on uh, beyond sort of the 40 weeks. Uh, it was a long pregnancy and we had three or four visits into the hospital for, for checks and uh, and then while all that was happening, we had our other two kids who were still quite young. I think Sean was four, Martha was two or five and three, something like that. So life was very hectic. Um, but I remember, I remember the house that we lived in. We were living in Dingle Road. It was a small, it was a two up two down house. It was our first home. Um, very cozy little place. And no, I just remember it was a really happy time, very busy time, and. You know, we were we were delighted when she arrived, and felt like you know that's number three. That's our family complete. And. Hey Gracie. Hello.
0: Good morning. Cheerios. Cheerios.
1: Cheerios. 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 Well, I'm Martha Harper, and I'm ten years old. My best friend's Hannah BL. Grace is my little sister. And we like playing together. We like playing singing games. And Grace also has gotten into writing stories. So I help her with that. And we do our homework. So our days are pretty busy. I'm Sean Harper. I'm 12. And I have two sisters, Martha and Grace. I get on with both of them. They love playing games like hide-and-seek and stuff like that and the Wii. So, yeah, they have their moments.
0: Hey, her dress is back to front. <laughs> yeah. Grace, your dress, dress is back to front. we change changed around, don't worry. <laughs> you always know when Daddy dressed you. Yeah? Come on, come on. <coughs> the morning that everything went pear-shaped I remember thinking to myself it just doesn't get any better than this I was back at work I had just trained up into a job that I loved and um, my husband had the job he changed career and he was in the job that he loved we owned our house with three fabulous kids and I remember that morning I headed off and they were all at the door Stevie was with them waving goodbye and uh, everything was good everything was fantastic and I went off to work happy as Larry and I got a text and no, I got a phone call from my childminder and I thought oh God I better take this and rang her and she was in hysterics on the other end of the phone she was in Temple Street with Grace she said that Grace had had a fit and that she had rushed her into Temple Street and I said to her is she going to be okay and she said I don't know
3: I think I was just answering some emails or taking some phone messages and I got a call from, from my wife Sue and she was bawling crying and very, very upset. So, you know, for that split second lots of things flashed through your mind. So, you know, what's happened? Who has it happened to? What's you know, what has gone wrong? And, you know, she kinda of, she kinda of quickly blurted out that Grace was had a fit or was very sick and had been was on her was been rushed to hospital and Sue so was on, in a taxi on her way into hospital, into Temple Street, and she just said, get in as quick as you can. I'll we'll meet
0: you in there. When I got to Temple Street, there was a guy, um, a porter, standing on the, at the front door, and he said to me, are you Grace's mammy? And I thought, oh, shoot. Like, this is not good. So we ran. We jogged all the way down to accident and emergency. They took me in. Anyway, this is the mum, this is the mum. And she was lying on 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 the gurney or whatever it is hooked up to hundreds of tubes and you know little patches on her and she was just in her nappy and I thought oh god like this is it she's not going to make this she just looked awful and she was on a ventilator and she looked tiny.
3: I remember just walking in and the sight, you know just a horrible sight. uh Grace was on a on a bed and you know there was nine or ten doctors or nurses around her and lots of tubes and lots of lots of commotion and Sue was there and she was crying and you know just holding her hand and trying not to cry myself and just been just feeling really upset and, and, and worried and it was like sort of it's like the world had just Stopped, our world had just stopped and was standing still, and it was like just a massive holding your breath. Um, What's going to happen? Is everything going to be alright?
0: That was five years ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, ready? Here, we got everything. Got your school bag? right. And down the ramp. Are you ready? This the school bike, Gwen. This is the last day. Today, the bus that takes Grace to the CRC School for Children with Special Needs has just arrived. It comes every day, but today is unusual. It's a real milestone because it's Grace's last day at the CRC School. In September, she'll go to her local mainstream school, where she'll be the only child using a wheelchair. Today will be a day of goodbyes.
2: Oh, he's gorgeous. And you know what? He's a pencil case. So for when you go to your new school, you can put your pencils in him. Oh, that's so thoughtful. What do you
0: say to Gwen and John and the guys? That's so nice.
2: Everybody on the bus and everybody signed your card.
0: Best of luck in your new school. That is absolutely gorgeous. That's lovely. Oh, can
1: I, can so I go on the bus with my I You can bring the doggy to school today. Yes, <laughs> Good that's no girl. Problem. We'll get mommy to bring the bag
0: in. Thanks we? a million, guys. That's lovely. Have a great day, OK? Bye, 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 guys. Enjoy your last day. Oh, oh, say big bye, bye, bye. bye to Susan. See, see you, John. Bye-bye. See, see you now. Okay, bye see you Bye. bye. You waving? <laughs> Yeah, so she was taken up to intensive care and it's a bit of a blur. She really spent a very short time up there, um, you know, about two days before she was transferred to the Ordinary Ward. And um, so there was a bit of, there was a lot of phoning of people and letting them know. But we just took turns really at her, at the side of her bed. And it was a constant kind of any clues, any can anyone tell us anything, what's going on? And just listening to the, you know, the kind of sound of her heart and listening to the machines and making sure it was still on the whole time and that we could hear the beep.
3: So we were getting sort of regular feedback from the nurses and the doctors and, and I, you know, once, once we got over that first few hours or first half a
0: day, things sort of seemed a little bit easier, a little bit better. Um, she seemed to be coming round and she seemed to be getting better. She seemed fine. So on the day ward, we were playing with her and trying to entertain her. She was awake and, you know, we were delighted. And, and the consultant was coming around saying he, he said his theory was that she had a febrile convulsion. Basically, he said she had a mild form of viral meningitis, which led her to a high temperature, a kind of a very quick one. And that gave her the convulsion and the convulsion led to her being brought in. And um, she looked like she was making a good recovery at the time.
3: So there was a real, a real sense of relief, a real sense of, um, we've got out of jail here. Wake up in the morning, Yeah. You, yeah. Want, you want that one? Yeah. Are you sure? But yeah. OK, There's a lot of songs on this CD, Grace. Uh, well, I'm not going to see you twice anymore.
1: Remember 11, okay. We're
4: remembering that number, but it's
1: I'm We're not going to see you for more.
2: Okay, uh, my name is Gwen, and I work as a bus escort for the CRC, where Gracie's been going to school for the last three years. Um, so on the bus in the morning, I pick up seven children, and we bring those seven children into the school, and then at the end of the day, we bring them home again too. Um, so now Gracie's done really well, this year especially. She's come on so much in her independence, and... Um, And everything else. She was quite a shy child in the beginning and very, she wouldn't really speak out very much or wouldn't ask for things that she wanted. And last year it started, but this year she's got so much more independent and confident and she'll say what she wants and tell you if you're doing something she doesn't like. And it's just brilliant to see, especially with her going to a national school next year, that um, that she'll have those qualities that she definitely needs um, to be able to deal with bigger numbers and, and everything else there as well
3: after that then things sort of settled back down and 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 things went back pretty much to normal um there was when we look back now there were little signs that you know everything wasn't exactly as it should be grace you know wasn't moving around as much she wasn't talking as much she did seem like she was back to normal but not just a hundred percent back to normal and i remember i think i i think i took her to her, her one month checkup um after she had been discharged and again she she got the all clear there and you know she
0: she she seemed fine but she wasn't fine she started to slump to one side and we noticed over the summer a deterioration in her abilities she couldn't lift her head she'd lost the few words that she had she wasn't walking yet she was a baby so we didn't notice that part of things but just over the summer and then we were on holidays in Clonakilty at one stage and I had the three of them on the rug on the beach or somewhere and we were sitting down And I just took one look at her and whatever way I looked, I thought, she's really, really not well. She was lying on the rug and she couldn't lift her head and and basically all her abilities. And she was she wasn't able to use her hands to eat properly. I was kind of feeding her again. I thought, this is nuts, you know. So we went back into hospital.
3: And just there was a real sense. I know I had a real sense of uh, kind of nearly of dread that, you know. There's more to maybe there's more to this. We're not out of the woods yet on this, and you know what's wrong. We'd no idea of what was going to sort of come out or unfold. Um, probably no harm that we didn't have an idea of that.
4: Okay, we are ready. Let's go. go. Um, my name is John White. I'm the bus driver for the CRC. I also work in the CRC in the school. Um, doing it 15 years now so such makes you realise how lucky you are like especially not just the children but when you see their parents trying to organise this that, and the other for them and it makes you appreciate your, your own life more when you see what some of the parents have to go through like you know like it's going shopping it's just straightforward for us with them it's, they have, it's planning it's organising. so it does make you appreciate your life and like even like we take home things like we've done it for Susan, we've taken home workers, standards, the whole lot. And it's not only like for Grace that we do that for like it's all the children. And it's um, it's just shows how much work goes into them at home as well as in the school. It doesn't only end it doesn't end in school. Obviously the parents keep going at home, which is again a big ordeal for them, like, you know, trying to organise that into their daily life, especially when they have um Other children to look after as well. (laughs) (laughs) And she blocks us. (laughs) Grace, will I beep her out of the way? Will I get out of the way (laughs) out of
3: the
0: way? We went back into Temple Street under Dr King, the neurologist, there for a week of tests and that was the nightmare really um, the tests in themselves were awful like you hear about them lumbar punctures aren't particularly nice procedures they, they put a needle into the spine and they test the fluid from the spine but it, I, whatever way it is I just know that they're not pleasant for the person having them um, she had a nerve conduction study which was horrendous I was outside the room, my husband went in for that one and I could hear her screaming the house down. Like, So the tests themselves were unpleasant. So you're kind of, as a parent, you're a bit jittery already. And then Dr. King came in at the end of all these tests and they did an MRI scan as well. Dr. King came in at the end of all the tests and said, um, "She's got. we think she's got a degenerative disorder and we think that she's not going to make it. Her her style is to is to tell tell it as it is quite baldly. I went to sit down, <laughs> there was no chair there, like I nearly fell on the ground. I just that took the wind out of my sails. So that was just, that was the moment. That was the moment I thought she's not going to make it. And I could see my husband, and he was devastated, and we were just looking at each other, too stunned even really to ask proper questions.
3: So it was a very scary time very sad time and you know it really did feel like we were just being turned upside down there's just a lot of uncertainty and a lot of a lot of worry you know and we started you know finding out and, and reading up on, on the things that were being talked about Um they didn't have very good outcomes a lot of them um, so it was just, I remember it being just really, really tough and, you know, while that was going on, we still had Sean and Martha to, to look after and I remember we got a lot of help from family and, and friends at the time and, and you know, we, we we needed it and so I don't know how that went on for it's what seemed like ages.
0: In the weeks that followed that, we were in and out of hospital for tests and for therapies... But Grace was very, very weak and there seemed to be really very little hope. And then one day in November, she was sitting in a corner seat. It's like a blue seat uh, that supports the child on each side and it supports their head. So she's sitting up and I had her strapped into that and I said, right, we're going to have our breakfast now. And I brought over the bowl with whatever was in it and whatever way I looked her head was up she was holding her own head up and I just remember thinking there's something different today so I kind of rang Stevie straight away I said she's holding her head up
3: and then sort of the picture changed and we ended up getting referred then on to the CRC yeah. Yeah.
2: ok we're in school now guys so can you stay in your seats for a second until we get the chairs off
3: Boy. Morning Grace. Morning Arthur. Morning.
2: Can John take you down oh. for your last day? Arthur, is it okay if John lifts Gracie down today for her it last is, day? Is
4: no problem, yes.
2: You get a big squeezy cuddle? Yeah. Are you ready?
0: Steady. One,
4: two, three. Four.
0: It has been just a lifesaver for us. I used to drive out there, I'd said maybe three appointments a week, so I was out there a lot. It was like my new job. And every time I pulled in, you come off Vernon Avenue, pull in the gates of CRC. And I just thought, (sighs) you know, I felt the shoulders going down on the back. I'm in a place where someone else is worried about her too. I'm in a place where they're trained. They know what they're talking about. I'm in a place where I'm getting help. She's getting help. And it was just like I was on high alert the rest of the time. So when I was there, I was able to kind of relax.
2: So I'm Judith, and I'm your physio at the
0: moment. And we're in
2: the CRC, the Central Media Clinic. Okay. So will we get onto the bed and start doing some exercises? Okay. So, do you think we could try, because I know it was very difficult the last time we tried, to put your hands on your shoulders? Okay. Oh. Okay, so sit up. So you have to try and find your balance. Okay. I don't mean falling
0: over. I think I got so much comfort from the fact that Grace had such a brilliant physio for the first year. I used to go in and I had nothing to do. I was redundant for an hour, which was very unusual. So you sat at the side of the mat and the physio would work with her and it was all very positive. And, you know, in all the sessions, it would have been, no, do it for yourself, Grace. They've promoted her independence. Do it for yourself. And I liked going there for that reason. Maybe put
2: one hand on your shoulder first. If you feel that you're able to, then you can try and put the other hand on the other shoulder. Okay? Ready, go.
0: One.
1: One, two, three, four, five.
0: Excellent. That's so much better. Grace lost her speech, so we began to do sign language with Grace. And as she improved very, very gradually, she took to signing. And she was great at signing. And she had her little words for biscuit and milk and different things. And then one day about a year after the convulsion so Grace was two then um, she was pointing and she was eh 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 I was, I was just so frustrated with her at that stage and she wanted the milk I knew she wanted the milk and I said you're not you're not having the milk in my own mind and I placed it at arm's length away from her eh 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 and I started to help her with it and I said mh m-m-. and next thing just clear as a whistle she said milk and I again it was like the head coming up she can talk. If she can say one word, she can say lots of words. And I was delirious, delirious. I rang everyone, <laughs> texted everyone. Grace said milk, you know, she said milk. But I just knew in my heart then, if she can form one word when she needs to, she can form others. So for a while, for a couple of years then, it was a mixture of signing and words and lots and lots and lots of intense speech therapy. So she's totally articulate now. I mean, there's no stopping her.
1: Ooh, what's a good song that we could sing? We could maybe sing... Mm-mm. What do you got? Um, I've got um, Kitty Beardy. Which one's it? Katie... Katie Beardy. Katie Beardy? Oh, mm-hmm. well, why don't you sing along? You sing and I'll maybe join in. Katie Beardy had a sheep, she taught it how to skip, leap, wasn't that a clever sheep Good old Katie Beardy Clap, clap, clap your hand Clap your hands along with us Clap, clap, clap your hand Going to the circus Katie Beardy I a big started how to wear a wig
0: So she was out there as a baby kind of and she was getting her services And then it came up about preschool, what to do. And I guess, you know, to be really brutally honest about it, I just found it hard that Grace would be in a class where everyone had a disability and I felt, oh, that's her in a different world to us. And I'm not sure I wanted that for her so badly that I wanted to put her in a school where she wouldn't have her needs met no matter how nice the people are. They weren't trained. And I just had this notion and I don't know what happened. I talked to the psychologist and we talked to her doctor out there, Dr. Hensie, Dr. Owen Hensey. And he was saying, why wouldn't you put her into the school? I think it would be great for her. And suddenly he said, he said, he said a very good thing. I think it was him or the psychologist. I can't remember. One of them said to me, it's kind of hard to get into this school, you know. And I suddenly thought, oh, it's hard to get into. It must be valuable. You know, we, we better try and get in there. But I, I did realise, you know, I think I was... Realising that she had a disability very slowly, and it took a long time to get that around my head around that.
3: Um, the play school it was somewhere where she was able to go and mix with her peers, and she had she had friends. It was It was a small little little group. I think there's only seven or eight, uh, and she had really lovely teachers. And you just you knew she was heading off. Somewhere that she was going to be really well minded, and she'd have somebody with her all all day, and she'd be doing stuff, she'd be playing, and she'd be doing stuff that would be helping her, and and then she'd be, she'd come back at two or three o'clock then in the afternoon, and you just you knew she'd she'd had a really good day, and you know that was a great a great feeling to
2: to have that. see all the lovely treats and things we have to put on our ice cream. And take a look. Loads of different sprinkles. I'm Mary Downs. I've been teaching the CRC for about 20 years now. Um, here in the CRC, disability is the norm every child has some sort of a disability um of varying degrees when she goes into mainstream she becomes the focus and that'll be a big challenge for her um but you know she, she has come on so well she's very strong she has prepared her herself for mainstream and we do we spend a lot of time preparing the child especially when we feel at the beginning of the year that the child is ready to go or this could be their last year from day one they start preparing for going and again as i say it's not the academic end of it it's, it's everything it's um, can Grace find her school bag can she put her own books into her school bag right from day one we start preparing her for all those little things the incidental things that happen that we tend, you know you can overlook so easily um, I have to admit I'm very emotional it's been a really really busy morning um, but I am, Grace is a gorgeous little girl um, but she has blossomed so much um, she's come on so so well and really mainstream will be fantastic yeah. for her today is a very special day why is it a really special day? because we're leaving now we're leaving Me and Nassie. Nassie and Grace. You're going on to your new school in September. It's going to be so exciting. So I have a very special treat for my two special people who are going to their new schools. So Nassie, this is for you. And I'm
1: um, I'm going to not use any other pencil. Only those.
2: That's so sweet. You're the best, girl. Thank you. Now, listen, guys, before we go, I want three big cheers for our children who are leaving. Hip hip, Hooray! Hooray! hip, hip. Hooray!
0: I am sad. I have to say, I will miss them all, and we will, as a family will miss them. Grace will miss them. It's a very safe environment. I feel that she's very safe there. She's protected there. And generally, you're not going to get an unkind comment out there, because people know about disability. Um, she's, she's part of the norm out there. She will be different in her new school. So I'm I'm anxious about her leaving and I'm sad that she'll miss her friends. But I'm excited as well. I'm excited that she is going to be moving into her brother and sister's school. She's going to go to the local school. She is a character in this community and she needs to stake her claim on that. And it's appropriate for her. If it wasn't, I think I'd make my peace with that too. Now,
2: where's your boss,
3: Grace? Grace, you have a great
0: time oh, in your new school, better. won't you?
3: So all the best and take care. And have a lovely summer. <laughs> now,
2: you put your brakes on there for a second and I'll be back to you in a
3: minute, OK? So? Let's go, let's go. Right, Nancy's new road, right?
4: Are you ready? Will I take you on? Will I carry you from here? Grace, All the best, Tony.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's wrapped in it. One. one, two, three, four, five, six,
5: seven. Eight. Hey. Bye. Bye. You go. so school. See you bye. In September. Bye. 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 Bye
0: Grace did start at the local school the following September. In the beginning, her wheelchair was what you'd call an object of fascination for the other children. And I think some of them even asked Santa Claus to bring them one that Christmas. But there's very little fuss made of Grace now. She's integrated really, really well. And she takes part in sports day and school tours and even in PE in her own way. Grace has managed to stay in touch with all her old friends from CRC. And she's also made loads of new friends in her new school.
1: My school's called Educate Together. And I do like it very much. Well I do have a teacher. I've been seeing infants. My my teacher's called Joe. My helper's called Mary. And the best thing about school that I like is I like my writing that we do, and I like when I go out to art.
5: That's the best thing of the whole thing. My name is uh, Patricia McDermott. I'm working in Dublin Seven Educate Together. I taught Grace in Junior Infants last year. And now Joe was teaching her in senior infants. I remember, I think it was the enrolment day, um, somebody said, you know, why does that girl have, um, you know, a chair? And um, then, you know, why can't she walk? And, you know, Grace herself was a little bit stunned and she didn't know quite what to say. I wasn't sure what the PC thing to say was, you know, what was a nice way to put it so that, um, that Grace felt that, you know, that I really cared about her. But that um you know we had to be practical too that she wasn't able to walk like other children and uh, we decided that maybe it would be a nice way that grace could say um i'm i'm good at i'm good at a lot of things but i'm not so good at walking and i think the first time that grace uh, came you know came across when somebody did ask her the question she said i'm brilliant at everything and then she forgot to say the other bit which i think is just fantastic <laughs> Oh, it's class.
0: (laughs) Medically, I don't know what's going to happen. Grace has continued to make progress and she has kind of defied them, really. That wasn't the condition that she had. That metabolic disorder was not the condition, lucky for us. I think the challenge for us is to live a normal life as a family and we want to take her as far as she can go. We, we get her as much therapy as we possibly can and we do as much as we can without burning ourselves out. The future, I don't know. I don't think it's as crucial to me that she will walk as it was in the past. I actually think Grace is going to have a very fulfilling life. Okay, Grace, we're going
3: to go into your there Now, is your brakes
0: on? <laughs>
3: right okay, you Ready? Up we go. Oh. Your foot forward. There's a good gear.
0: Now, how's that? Good. Does that feel okay? Uh-huh. Like she's a gorgeous child. She has a very sweet nature. She's very loving. She's got a good sense of humor. She's a bit of crack. We're very lucky. She has an awful lot of things that she can do. She's great hand function, so she can take part in art, music.
3: And have you much homework to do, darling?
1: Uh, I only have writing and reading. I write it fast.
3: You wrote that. What does yeah. that say?
1: My mum brought me to school Aww. on my first day. And my dad as well.
0: As well. There's an awful lot that she could do and I think I could make my peace with Grace being in a wheelchair for the rest of her life now. I could never have said that before. If she gets up and out of it, I mean, she climbed the stairs yesterday, fantastic, but it's not the be-all and end-all. Very
3: good. So this is your first day in school, is it? Mm -hmm. And you have to draw a picture too?
0: Yeah.
3: Well, who's this in the picture?
1: And That is my friend called... Sarah, and I'm going to put Rachel
3: here. Right, well, do you want to draw that? And do you want some colouring pencils to colour
0: it in? Yes, please, Eddie. Just the main thing for us as a family is to make sure we have fun. Because you can get very preoccupied with the whole accessibility thing and with the amount of things you have to do in the day. And actually, you know, when we were really worried about Grace... There wasn't a whole lot of laughing in the house and I think I was worried about that too. And we did go to see the psychologist in the CRC for a number of sessions for emotional support and she said, you know, you you, you will laugh again, just give it time. I, I didn't quite see how it would happen but I trusted her and we went back to her for a, a last session recently. I don't know if it'll ever be a last session but we were describing how, say the night before, or the day before, the whole five of us were up in the bed. We were roaring laughing, the five of us, and I just thought, she was right. She was right.
3: Oh,
1: here you go. I Oh, nice. Daddy, you're so good. Very good. Um, oh, I
3: need
1: to draw the picture. Right. I keep forgetting. Oh, <laughs> silly me.